This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Let's talk a little bit about American Giant. If you haven't done all of your, uh, your shopping yet, a great place to buy clothes uh, and, uh, and activewear and workwear is American Giant. It is the best. It really is. Every rivet, every drop of ink, every thread, every stitch. It's all assembled here. It's cut here. It's made here. The sheep are grown here. I mean, all of it at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. And they've made it affordable. I mean, you can buy cheaper clothing, but you're going to get cheaper quality um, and made by people who are you know, not being paid a living wage. This is a way to rebuild America. These guys have brought manufacturing, American manufacturing, back to America. They even bought some of the old looms, I think, from Japan. We had them here. Japan bought them, updated them, brought them over there. We brought them back and updated them and trained a new generation on them. It's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. It's not only clothing, it's clothing that means something. Go there now. Great Christmas gifts available now. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. <laughs> Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Stu, uh, this is always one of the, the more dangerous shows of the year um, because tomorrow we're on vacation for two weeks. I've got a lot to say and I don't really care. Uh, yeah. And. <laughs> These shows right before the holiday, you know, at the end of the year. Anything could happen. Anything can happen. And probably will today because I'm starting with the tap dancing video from Jill Biden. Okay. Next. First, let me tell you about American financing. Here is why American financing is so important, especially since we're in the middle of the most expensive time of the year. When it comes to debt, credit cards are a slippery slope. Most of them have a variable rate, which means as the Fed increases the rate, uh, the credit card goes up. Some people are now facing a interest rate of 25 to 35%. That's criminal, that's criminal. If you're dealing with debts right now, please, Pick up the phone and call American Financing. They're help, helping people just like you get out from under that debt burden and start realizing significant savings to pay those things off. Imagine saving $826 every month. That is, by the way, uh, what American 
uh, financing is saving the average Glenbeck listeners $826 a month. That goes a long way. Now, you take your mortgage refi. Unlike credit card debt, your mortgage interest is tax deductible. That stretches the savings out even further. So talk with their salary-based mortgage consultants, no pressure, no upfront fees, and you might be able to delay two mortgage payments to give you even more breathing room. It's American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All righty then. Hi, Stu. Glenn, how are you? Oh, my gosh. I'm great, especially since I saw the, the tap dancing, you know, tap dancing I, I don't even know so you uh, liked it i love this is right up your alley oh, you know it is yeah you know i for one think broadway generally sucks yeah so i have no interest in the art form yeah don't really get it yeah. so to me right off the bat it's not interesting but you love this stuff i do love this stuff mm. i do i don't like it at the white house i'd like to know what did that video cost us mm. okay um, they sent the White House sent out Jill Biden did a really creepy nutcracker video. If you happen to be watching uh, Blaze TV, I'm going to play a little bit of it here. Um, uh, but my problem with this is not what I think everybody else's problem is. I think it's an interesting question. What is the problem with this video? Yeah, oh yeah, is uh, it? Yeah, is it? yeah. Uh, I, oh, I've got one. Okay, so now a guy dressed as a flower comes out. Somebody else dressed like a rat. Um, in in just in masks, and a girl is tap dancing. A black girl is tap dancing down the halls of the White House. Here comes another uh, black girl. She's also tap dancing, and now she's at the Christmas tree. Oh my gosh! Look at look at. And then you have Russian soldiers. You know, it's black <laughs> Russian soldiers. I might Russian soldiers. Is that what that is? Yeah, it is. It's the Nutcracker. There it's you the go. So, okay, so they're tap dancing. Now here's the thing. <laughs> Um, I'd like to know, uh, no, please keep this up, because um, this is a very important thing. I'd like to know, A, how much did this cost the American people, okay? Could have been zero. I mean, it's not Could impossible. Not they got impossible. a big donation from not some... Not impossible. I kind of doubt it, though. Mm-hmm. I would like to know that was, that was, that was something that was an Maybe answer. China. Like Maybe China helped <laughs> do that. Okay. Now... I had a problem with this because I wondered what it would cost. And so, you know, you just look up who did this. And this is a Manhattan-based dance company. Um, And uh, it's the Dorrance Dance Company. Now, Dorrance Dances, well, they're not exactly apolitical. No? No, they're not. No, they're not. Are you sure? Oh, I'm positive. Okay. Uh, Michelle Dorrance is the company's founder. And on their website, uh, she says, I'm a white tap dancer with black cultural ancestors. Now, I don't know what black cultural ancestors are. I know what black ancestors are. Is it the same thing as a black cultural ancestor? I don't know. Uh, I'm a white tap dancer with black cultural ancestors as in, a, in a society that privileges white people and whiteness. Then she goes on to write a note on why anti-racism work is important to me. 
I am easy for white audiences wanting to access and experience elements of black culture to swallow. My whiteness is the reason you may have heard of me before my two inspirations. No, I've never heard of you. Okay. And neither has most Americans. Mm -hmm. Calm down, Chicky. It's imperative to me. And those who look like me to acknowledge that it's imperative for us to fight against racist norms that have defined American culture since our very origin. Amen, sister. So what she wants to do is to make sure that the racial stereotypes uh, that they are overturned. And that's why she's put together a video of black people tap dancing. (laughs) I mean, the only thing you didn't do is like, holy smokes, I guess was in the White House. What are you thinking? Well, I, I believe uh, people of all races are allowed to dance. Right? Oh, I, mean, that's, I, I know that. Mm-hmm. I've said that for a very you long have. time. Yes. Uh, I don't think tap dancing is racist, but the anti-racists do. <laughs> Probably so, yes. You're having a black man tap dance. What does that mean? Certainly. if I don't know. He's good at tap dancing. Certainly if Donald Trump had made a video like oh, this, which he wouldn't have. Oh, but if he did, gosh. they would definitely accuse him oh. of, of furthering racial stereotypes. So anyway, so the website goes on. It has a comprehensive anti-racism section. Mm. Uh, Doran's Dance's website includes links to numerous far-left organizations such as Black Lives Matter and incite women of color against violence. And the latter group trumpets the anti-Semitic slogan, From the River to the Sea, Palestine Will Be Free, on its website. They encourage visitors to get involved in abolition work. Now, I am for abolition. Are you an abolitionist? Uh, uh yes yes okay mm-hmm. i'm an abolitionist i mean i don't I, you know what i mean it th- there was an amendment to the constitution that largely took care of that problem here no but, slavery is still a problem but you in the talk world. about it if uh yeah. you know when, you know yeah. certainly when it comes sexual slavery and things like that and exists. also just flat out slavery mm-hmm. okay yes. i'm an abolitionist absolutely how do i become an abolition oh i left out a word i'm sorry get involved in abolition work what is prison Abolition. Oh, that's okay. where I. That's how do why I, I become, asked to follow up? <laughs> how do I become a police abolitionist? Oh. Okay. this is who Jill Biden chose mm-hmm. to tap dance in the White House. Mm. Oh my gosh, it seems a little racist. And then you read, oh no, it's even more racist than you initially thought. Prison abolition movement considers immigrant detention centers, city and county jails. And count city and county jails and state and federal prisons, social evils that must be eradicated. Amen. I have been saying that forever. Why lock anyone up? There's no reason oh. for anybody to ever be locked up. No human is illegal, Glenn. Amen, brother. Uh, so she's also, uh, you know, backing to fund the police. Uh, New York, San Diego, Minneapolis, Dallas. Um, and there are links to several pet- petitions, including defund and redistribute NYPD funding by $500 million. So they only want half a, uh, half a billion dollars to be taken from the police and then given to, I, I don't know who it's, I mean, it's fine for. 
Um, another petition demands that uh, Gretchen Whitmer and Senator Bernie Sanders and the Justice Department free every black person incarcerated on marijuana related charges. Now, I don't know why you wouldn't let all the white people out too, or the Asians or the Hispanics. I mean, why? What? Choose the by skin color. That's the lesson we learned right. from, from our mistakes of the past. Right. Make sure to choose people by skin color. Now, she also has the tap dancing happy section of the site, uh, Educate Yourself, which has the New York Times 1619 of project. Of course it yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, she promotes white fragility, why it's so hard for white people to talk about racism. I don't know. It's because I, I keep hearing black tap dancers uh you know, I don't know. It was. Would you like to throw some fried chicken or some watermelon in the scene too? I'm not really sure. I mean, you couldn't be more stereotypical of what people say is racist. I don't think tap dancing is racist, but everybody that's anti-racist always was. Oh, you're gonna have him tap dance, are you? Well, n- no. It just calls for a tap dancing section, and this is the. This is the best person I could find. It could be a white person, could be a black person, could be an Asian person. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me, but it certainly matters to you. But let's talk about intersection, intersexuality, intersectionality. Okay? I don't know what's on your mind. Yeah. But yes, intersectionality. Okay. If you are, I mean, we've got to make sure that the people, the people who have been oppressed and stereotyped. We need to make sure we don't stereotype them. Like, I am so sick and tired of hearing that effeminate men who are dancers on Broadway are just dressed up like flowers and dancing around. And so what does she do? She dresses an effeminate man up in a flower and he has her dancing around. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. So this is your problem with this? No, my biggest problem is how much did we pay (laughs) for this? I want to know because the money is going, I can guarantee you, to expand this poison in our society. You know, from the river to the sea, whatever. Yeah, you know, because that's the one I came back to as well. People were asking like, well, what's, you know, uh, what's the problem with this? I mean, basically... They're just asking, hey, what's the, you know, hey, it's their way of wishing us a happy holidays. Should yeah. we be so, Dave Marcus said this, who I love. Dave's a great, good, good, good guy, good conservative. And he said, you know, I don't know. I mean, are we getting too offended over everything? Like, they, no. it's a bunch of people asking, wishing us happy holidays. And I yeah. think that there's there's something to that. We can yeah. be oversensitive on the stuff. But I have no The, the cost is where I came back to. Yes. It's like, what, that looked like it cost a lot of money. A lot of money. Maybe it didn't. We do. Maybe it didn't. I mean, really? the government's very efficient. Maybe they oh, stay over yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they had the uh, they had the military come in and stage that. Right, I'm sure it was shot on an iPhone. Yeah, you know? no, uh, no pros. This in there. is unbelievable, unbelievable. I have no problem with them doing this. I have no problem with the way it looks. I, I, I mean, I didn't think of racism. I didn't think of anything. I all I thought of at first was what did this cost us? And then I started looking into it, and then I see who's doing it. And I'm like, oh, so we're also funneling money to anti-racist propaganda to racist people. And she wants to make sure the stereotypes are broken. And so she has black people. <laughs> I can't. 
take it. I, I just don't want my government using resources no. for this. If you really want to stretch, right? Yeah. The very last second of this uh, video is a text screen that says happy holidays or something. Mm-hmm. That's about as much as I want from you. I don't even need that. I don't need you to wish me happy holidays at oh, all. I don't gone need you to the do days it. where we just sent a Christmas card. Right. I just, you want to put some text in a tweet, fine. Right. That's about as far as I right. want you to deal with things you're supposed to be dealing right. with. And I, and I have no problem with just the Christmas thing. I mean, the Obamas, remember, they just put presents everywhere and there was no reference to Christ. And I think they took down the, the, the White House nativity and the Mao ornament and the Mao ornament. Okay, fine. I mean, whatever. I, not I was fine. I, no, I was but, upset about it, but yeah. it's not this. Right. This is. I mean, they were comparing it to the Hunger Games, and it, 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 it really kind of is. Has a little bit of that yeah, theater, a little bit uh, in it. I, a little it's bit. Not, not my preference. Not my preference. Yeah. So um, now the Boston mayor uh, has apologized um, because Michelle Wu defended the long-standing practice of having segregated holiday parties for uh, those elected of color. So so they sent out a um, an email to all of the elected representatives and said, "Hey, uh we're having a holiday pa- uh, party for elected of color." And uh the white people were like, "We're having a what?" And uh, she has apologized. She has apologized for accidentally sending the invite to white people. Oh, those you know? darn white people. I, you know, you Again, ever notice that, right. that all of the problems come back to these white people right. all the time? Right. It's always white people. Right. And I guess it makes it better. You know, like uh, the Klan, they never sent any invitations out to black people. No. Okay. No. You know, not, not once. Now, they were, I'm sure, at their holiday parties mm-hmm. which wasn't really a party for the black person that might have been forced into attendance okay but we ended segregation we thought segregation was bad and her apology is not for having segregated parties but because i sent the i i let the white people know and that made them upset and i'm really sorry and by the way you're in boston home of harvard you're Asian. You're not really a person of color. Don't you know that? You're white. Yeah, they were, I mean, they're, they get the, the, the worst part of that with Harvard. I mean, they got brought to the Supreme Court because they were so anti-Asian at Harvard. I mean, I, that's, uh, that's amazing. That's okay, amazing. now one last story real quick. A Louisiana woman with three husbands who practices Vikingism allegedly held a fourth partner captive as a sex slave, forcing her to denounce her Christianity and offer a puppy as a ritual sacrifice to the Viking gods. I think I'm out. I think I'm out. Okay. I think that's it. Okay. Happy holidays. Good night, everybody. Keith lives in Washington, D.C. and wrote about his experience with Relief Factor. Um, He says, I'm 51 years old and... I've always been extremely active. While back, things started to change. My body felt like it was basically slowly wearing out. Boy, when you hit 50, it is so weird. I hear about Relief Factor on the radio. I gave it a try. Glenn, I have little to no pain in my knees now. I highly reduce the pain in my neck. Yeah, I can't get the pain out of my butt, uh, but I think that's probably just the federal government that's causing that. 
Keith, this is great news to hear. Relief Factor, please try it. It's not a drug. Daily supplement that helps your body fight that pain by fighting inflammation. 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit. 70% of them gone on to order more. It's $19.95. Relief Factor has their feel better or your money back guarantee. So try it. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 10 seconds. Station ID. We have so much, so very much to do today. Uh, I want to thank you so much for, uh, for listening to the program. Uh, I do have a few things I have to get off my chest on uh, a story in the New York Post about 10-year-old kids and their Christmas wish list. Now, I'm going to teach you as a parent and, I, and we're going to go slow on this because I know it's, it's hard to understand. But apparently kids are asking for designer, designer, designer. They're seeing things on TikTok and they want, you know, the designer whatever. Um, and so we're going to spend a few minutes a little later on the program uh, practicing this. <clears throat> and just follow me. No. Okay. That's what you say. Okay. No, no. Say it. Say it with me. I, no, it's hard to say. I know. I, say it and say it like you mean it. Come on. Yes. No. <sighs> no. Daddy, I want to. No. <laughs> Santa. Ho, 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 no. Ho, ho, no. That's what I want. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what that's. And we'll get into that mm-hmm. in uh, in just a little while. So you've got that going for you as well. How are you, Stu? I'm doing well. Are you doing well, I guess, is the bigger question. Well, I don't know how I'm doing. Can we please uh, play uh, the uh, the AI newscast uh, for you? We'll see how we all are. Here it is. AI. Hello, and welcome to Channel One, a new way of consuming, reporting, and thinking about the news powered by artificial intelligence. Today, you'll witness AI-generated stories and headlines captivating visuals, and data-driven insights. From global news to finance to entertainment, we'll show you how technology enables us to bring you a global perspective 24-7, right from the heart of our AI native newsroom. All presented by our team of AI-generated reporters. Maybe you hear the words artificial intelligence, and you're immediately Stop, let me just uh, point out, everything you're seeing is fake. I mean, that looks really Every buddy in it doesn't exist. Uh, that's remarkable. Uh-huh. AI-generated news. Oh, I'm bad it is generated mm-hmm. news. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the world. Here's, here's the good news. We can celebrate that we are not yet surrounded by robots this Christmas. Next Christmas, we won't be able to do that. This Christmas, we can celebrate no AI news and no robots that are roaming among us. So enjoy it. Baby's last Christmas. (laughs) The Glenn Beck Program. (laughs) Uh, Mantis X is going to bring you closer to being the shooter you were meant to be. 
when it comes to keeping up with target practice, you're up against some limitations. Not only is ammunition scarce and expense expensive, but you're limited in the number of places you can go to. If unless you're living in a free state, um, it, you know, it's just not cool to fire off guns, you know, not like the good old days. Uh, but with Mantis X, you can be improving your shot, whether you're firing live ammunition or just dry firing. And that means you can practice at home. It's a high-tech, easy-to-use system, widely used by the military, and helps you improve your shooting quickly. You attach it to your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth. Then, whether you're firing actual rounds or even dry-firing practice, it'll give instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct your technique. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. It's like having a firearms instructor right in your front pocket. So start improving today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. Makes a great, truly great Christmas gift for any shooter. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The save code like is Glenn Plus. You'll save 30 bucks. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Hello, Stu. Uh, hey, Glenn. Can uh, I? Yeah. I have a bone to pick with you. Okay. Well, it's the last day of the year to do it for me. Yeah. Go ahead. You um, advised me. <clears throat> yes. To watch a movie on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called uh, Leave the uh, World Behind. Leave the World Behind. Apparently the number one movie. In 89 countries. In 89 countries. Yeah. Now, I didn't ask you to, because I thought, oh, you're going to enjoy it. I thought you would pick things out of it. That you'd right. Be like, yeah. Like, okay. here you go. Like, this is a, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, something you, some lesson you take. Now, the thing that's been promoted widely on the conservative side of this. The racist thing. Is there's this racist thing. There's one scene in the movie. Two. Or, well, the one yeah. that I've seen okay. promoted was a, a movie, a, a scene where um, a, a young African American woman says you shouldn't trust white people, Correct. and this has been tied to the fact that Barack Obama and Michelle Obama are executive producers or Correct. producers of this movie. Correct. It's an anti-racist theme that runs through it, but that's not my problem with this movie. Mm, yeah, right. And that's kind of how you sold it to me, and yeah. and so um, and I did watch it last mm-hmm. night. Yeah. And um, can I just tell you, I, I at the end of it. Felt like I had wasted two and a half hours of my life that I will never, ever get back. Hmm. It was the entire time felt like it could be a good movie. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then at the end of the movie, which mm-hmm, I will do my mm-hmm. best not to spoil. Yeah. But a little disappointing. Uh, sure. A little. Yeah. 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 It was. I actually like swore against your name why lying in bed with my wife and i said that mother (laughs) (laughs) this jerk made me i actually was wondering i Uh, it crossed my mind whether it was a prank that you you were like you gotta watch this and then i watched it and then it ended like that it was so terrible and i was like did he just screw me out of two and two and a half hours intentionally well first of all the only one i recommended because i thought you would enjoy was godzilla Right. And we and went to like Godzilla, yeah. and you liked it. I did like okay. it, yes. This one, I just wanted you to watch for work. Right. I know you did okay. say that. Yeah. It was for work. Right. But I okay. kind of thought that you... I thought it was going to be a good oh, movie. That would, no, no, no. That was an extra bonus for me, that you would be watching it, <laughs> okay, and you good. would be pissed off. Uh, no. So what did you get out of this movie? Why do you think... What is my problem with this movie? Because it's not the white thing. I'm so tired of it. The white thing... I, yeah, the white thing, just to address it, it... it, it the... 
she the the woman uh, who is placed uh, the daughter Jiller. yeah okay yeah, uh, yeah. she um is a black woman who is i would say anti-white yeah <laughs> right. but but julia roberts, julia roberts is a racist too yeah <laughs> julia roberts is she this is the first movie i've ever seen her where she's absolutely unlikable yeah unlikable from the beginning i hate people yeah she was yeah unlikable Awful. from the very beginning yeah. um and she is pretty much a racist in the movie yeah at least at times um she's uh, not i think pretty 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 much the whole time i mean when she when comes around they open up uh, the door and you know the this the, they're renting julie roberts family is renting this house and it's on long island is very expensive and then you see a bentley behind these this couple they ring the doorbell in the middle of the night and it's a black man in a tuxedo and his black daughter also dressed to the nines in the bentley and she they say yes what 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 and you know like get the baseball bat and uh he so the they go to the door and they said, well, we just we've had a problem and this is our house. And we were wondering if we could stay in the guest house. And Julie Roberts is like, this is your house. Right. Like, how could a black person <laughs> own a home like this? Oh, oh, oh. I mean, it's so, it's so bad. So, so like, I, the, the black white thing was there and it was almost like it struck me as a way of like they're almost trying to do a both sides thing. Yeah. Even though it was also very just straight out anti-racist. Okay. So but that was part of it. That, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is part of it. But here are the things that I want you to really hear. There's two clips that okay. I want you to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, uh, clip one from yesterday, leave the world behind. I have a friend in a cabal. Why did you really come here? And don't tell me it's because of your knee. That wasn't a lie. I didn't have any surgery. Twisted it up pretty bad playing ball down at the Y. But it's not why you came here. Why I came here involves something that happened to me a few years back. One of my clients invited me and my wife to a private event. My client, he... I won't say his name, but you'd recognize it, though. Is he a celebrity? I don't know. Nothing like that. But in the business world, he's one of the biggest out there. He deals mostly in defense contracting. I'm talking hush-hush, top-secret money from the Pentagon. Perhaps the most powerful person I've ever had a meal with. Anyway, we're at this soiree at his house. It's getting late. My wife, she wants to go. He and I are just having a blast, and he doesn't want the night to end. After a few more glares, my wife agrees to take a cab, and I'll come home after. Mm, I bet she was real happy about that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we're having a few more drinks, getting really sauced. And at one point, I I don't think he could stand, and I was pretty wobbly myself. I wouldn't know anything about that, sir. (laughs) So he takes me to his study smoke a few cigars, and we're sort of flying high, laughing at almost everything. Eventually he starts in how much he likes me and how he wishes he could invite me on this trip he's about to go on. What, what, what kind of trip? Where's he going? That's exactly what I asked. And he turns to me with a serious face, and he says, 
Oh, you know, just my annual meeting with the rest of the evil cabal that runs the world. <laughs> he was the kind of guy that was always known for jokes like that. Again, if I told you his name, you'd understand. Well, I just have to take your word for it. And now, if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna pop off my life. Then, yesterday before the symphony, my friend calls me up. No scheduled appointment like he usually does, just calls me out of the blue. He wants me to move around some of his money. And we're talking some big numbers, even for him. And as we're getting off the phone, I asked if he wanted to grab a drink. He tells me he's going away for a while. I joke back to him. Well, yeah. You hanging with your evil cabal this weekend? Thought that was only during the winter solstice. <laughs> but he doesn't laugh. And he always laughs, even with bad jokes. All he said was, take care of yourself. Almost as if he felt sorry for me. Ever since I haven't been able to get it out of my head. Hey, stop. He goes on to say that there is a plan um, that you turn people against each other. You have, you know, either inside country forces, outside the country forces. You turn people against each other. It's the easiest way to collapse a country. You create these divisions. Then you start hitting them with cyber attacks, et cetera, et cetera. And they don't know who to trust. And they do the job for the foreign country or the people that are trying to overthrow the country from within. They do it. They don't have to do anything because the people do it themselves. Then one more clip. So that's the premise that this is coming. All right. Next clip. Short one. Two. This ends is if you get back in your vehicle and drive away now. Drive away to what? All the roads are blocked. We're in the middle of God knows where. There's no one else around. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do right now. I can barely do anything without my cell phone and my GPS. I am a useless man. But my son is sick. Stop. I'm mm. without GPS and my cell phone. And this is a theme throughout. All of these people. That remember, this is Barack Obama. All of these people are worthless they have no i mean you're screaming at the television several times going what the hell is wrong with you yeah okay and but over and over again i'm useless without my cell phone i don't know what to do i don't have gps i don't have an atm the stores are closed i don't have a gun all the way through now what message is being sent there because i hope america gets that are you a worthless man? I think most of us are. Most of us are. What are you doing to correct that? Because it will be your responsibility. Those who wait around for the government to show up, good luck with that. Those who think we're all just going to come together and nobody's coming in, you've got 72 hours if something happens. 72 hours to get to safety. 72. After that, the world breaks down. Don't believe me? Look at Katrina. 
track that. Go back and look at the timeline of that. And then the government comes in and they say, everybody go here. Don't go there. Don't go there. It will be a disaster. You don't believe me? Look at the Superdome. Hmm. Don't be a worthless person. Times are changing. And I'm going to give you something that I have just found uh, that it was a big concern of mine for prepping. And I'm going to give you a story that just came out today. And then I'm going to turn you on to what I think. I don't know yet, but I think is a solution. We'll do that in 60 seconds or so. Hang on. Landa Lakes, Florida, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is uh, building a community which is called the Let Us Do Good Village, which uh, will have about 100 homes for the f- program participants. Um, there are already two families been moved in, Gold Star family and a family of a severely injured hero who served our nation. More is coming right now. This is a special place where families are going to be able to come together and heal. It's a place where the children can grow up and experience life together. And it's all thanks to an amazing donation of the land on which it sits. And, of course, thanks to your generosity. What's stopping anything being built is your generosity. Uh, And I know you do so much already, but if this is something that appeals to you, helping our military that have either lost their lives or come back so badly damaged, uh, and the same with the fire and police, every mortgage-free home, the foundation is making good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifice of our heroes that they have made for our country and our communities. And you can help just by donating $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two T, dot org. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, they always make shooting guns and hitting what you're uh, shooting look so easy in the movies. We were talking about this the other day. Like, watch any Netflix movie that has guns in it, and a lot of them do. And uh, you notice that uh, they're totally fine hitting every target. Yeah, every time. Except the bad guys. Except the bad guys. They can never hit one. Yes, so the good guys apparently are are using iTarget Pro. The bad guys, uh, apparently not. Um, so if you want to improve your shooting skills, what do you do? iTarget Cube is a great way to do this. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with the existing uh, iTarget Pro laser bullets. If you've got those already, great. If not, you can get them at iTargetPro.com. You put these in your regular weapon, and you're able to f- you fire them at uh, the iTarget Cubes. You can practice all sorts of cool drills. You can use random mode to test your ability to react, all while the system times every shot that you make. You can practice alone, you can practice with friends and compete against them. And the system works with your home's Wi-Fi. So it's easy to set up and you can place cubes anywhere in your home and practice self-defense scenarios safely without the expense and inconvenience of having to go to the range. If you want the benefits of staying in practice and none of the drawbacks, iTarget is for you. Right now you can save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code Blaze10 when you go to iTargetPro.com. Comes in the most popular caliber, so you can really train with almost any firearm. It's a great Christmas gift as well. iTargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. The code is Blaze10. All right. Uh, so I'm going to just talk to people who are just uh, preppers here. I've done my homework enough to be able to bring this to you and you know think, but I don't own this yet. Uh, and I hate to say this because uh, I don't want them to be completely sold out when I call them. 
Um, but, um, you know, I am trying to prepare for any eventuality uh, so we can be a blessing to others. Water, food, shelter. First, got to take care of the family. But then I know there's going to be a lot of people hurting. So we are trying to do everything as we can as a family to be able to be of help and not to be asking for help. Um, one of the things that uh, concern me is EMP. If an EMP happens, your, uh, your car doesn't work. And it doesn't take a nuclear threat. It just takes a really bad solar flare. Now, let me give you a story that came out today from Axios. NASA Solar Dynamics Observatory um, announced that the sun sent out a monster solar flare of high-energy radiation that NASA captured on Thursday in what NOAA Space Weather said is likely one of the largest such events ever recorded. These powerful bursts of energy can impact radio communication, electric power grids, navigation signals, and pose risks to spacecraft and astronauts. We are having... Uh, so we are in a very high activity time for our solar flares. Uh, they go in cycles. We're in a very high cycle. Our, our shield around the world acts as a buffer for solar flares. It is now completely out of whack, and they don't know exactly why. Our magnetic field is way out of whack. Uh, I'm sure it's your SUV. And uh, so we are very vulnerable to this. If the sun has a, a big flare-up, that's like an EMP. EMP fries every single chip. You think chips are expensive and hard to get now. Wait until they're fried. I have been doing research on Faraday cages for years, and uh, there is a different way of, of doing this now other than, other than wrapping your house and your car in copper and putting it in a cage. Uh, it is called uh, an EMP shield, and it works for solar flares. It also passed all of the military tests for vehicles and everything else. They make it not only for your car, but they make it for your home. They make it for your, uh, your generator. I believe your solar panels as well. Uh, and this is something that is expensive, but not crazy. You can get one for your car for under $400, uh, get one for your house. I think they have a pack of three, one for your house, one for your generator, one for your car, and it's like $1,200. Uh, so it's expensive, but holy cow, this could really save you. Um, so it, I found them at empshield.com. Again, and not a paid commercial, uh, empshield.com. I'm buying uh, one for everybody I know. Uh, you know, not not the people who are going to be coming to my house and going, I, I uh, you have food here? I'm not buying it for them because I don't want them to have a car. They'll have to walk to my house. Um, but you, you really need to think so you are not, what did the character say? A worthless man? I don't know what to do without my cell phone or my ATM card. I don't know what to do. Well, I'm telling you right now, there's a few things you can do. Jace Medical, J-A-S-E Medical, which is one of our sponsors, is another one you should check out. 
Be prepared. Next year is a critical year in America. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about the sports, uh, you know, the sports clothing that I like. You know, lifestyle sports apparel that I'm just always, it's me all over. Yeah. Now, of course, this, if you know anything about this industry, it's been dominated by companies with all sorts of crazy agendas, Mm. uh, left-wing agendas. Well, wait wait a minute. Adidas just made stuff for the Nazis. They were Nazis. And uh, (laughs) Nike, I mean, they just, well, pretty much the same thing. So, I mean, what is... Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a new (laughs) answer to this whole question here. To find someone, I don't know, something that's somebody good... Uh, it's founded by NBA player Jonathan Isaac, who we love. Uh, it was it's it's a values based alternative for stylish, high quality sports and lifestyle apparel. Uh, it's more than cool clothes. Unite us! It's a community. It's a movement. It brings people together. It's support of traditional values like faith, family, and freedom. When you support Unitas, you're supporting a company committed to upholding these values in the marketplace. And this is the parallel economy we've been talking about yeah. for a long time. Judah One is their new athletic shoe. It's the only shoe ever that uh, has scripture yeah. uh, marking on the shoe. It's very, great. Very, very cool. Uh, check it out now. Go to the website. Uh, it is weareunitas.com. Code is Blaze2. Weareunitas.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Remember just a few months ago, a couple of months ago, maybe, uh, we launched Blaze TV Plus, and we said we were going to expand our investigative journalism. And the day we announced this, we did. We released a, an exclusive investigation on the January 6th uh, thing. And it was uh, an article from Steve Baker, who had been doing all kinds of, uh, of work investigating what was really going on with the videos and January 6th. And his first story came out and just nailed the Capitol Police, just nailed them. Turned the whole narrative upside down. We told you that Blaze TV was gonna gonna really need your support 
uh, because it's really expensive to do these. Well, we've got a new expense now, I think. Um, Steve Baker has uh, just been charged by the uh, U.S. Department of Justice. They're charging him for God only knows what. He's going to be on with us here in a second for his January 6th reporting. Huh. What a surprise. We're going to talk to him in 60 seconds. What you're looking for when you go down the meat aisle most likely is a good piece of meat. If you're like most Americans, one that maybe is close to expiring so you can get it at a decent price. How about getting a good piece of beef and it's raised in America, it's not close to expiring, and you can lock in the price. How about that? 85% of grass-fed beef is imported from overseas, but not with good ranchers. This, this is American beef, high-quality beef, chicken, pork, fish, all from local farms and ranches. Uh, and for every box ordered, Good Ranchers donates 10 meals to Americans in need. That's over a million meals so far. So do good while you eat well. Listen, don't settle for less than the best meats. Don't settle for meat that's been raised overseas. Don't settle for almost expired meat. Head on over to GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code Beck at $25 off any box. Do some serious good for yourself and your family by having American meat delivered to your door from GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code Beck. $25 off GoodRanchers.com. All right, we have Steve Baker on the phone, Blaze Media investigative journalist uh, who has been looking into the January 6th debacle and has made massive headway. And it's my understanding that uh, Steve and the team were up in Washington here in the last couple of weeks. I think some of them just got back uh, yesterday, spent a lot of time with the January 6th footage, full access now because of Steve. Uh, and uh, some news stories are coming. But what a surprise, Steve. You were notified by the U.S. Department of Justice. Yes, good morning. Hey. <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a great uh, good morning I had yesterday. I bet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're actually here right now. I'm actually uh, talking to you from the secure video room in one of the congressional office buildings in D.C. We've got our Blaze guys here right now working on the, the consoles, and we've been here all week, so... We're, we're not, we're not going to stop working. I'm not going to quit doing what I'm doing. And uh, we're just going to move forward regardless of what they throw at us. But uh, I want to hang on. I want to hear what you what you are finding, if you can give us any kind of hint on on what's next coming our way. But tell me, what are you being charged with now? Well, they uh, notified my attorney yesterday morning uh, that I needed to uh, self-present or self-surrender myself in Raleigh, North Carolina on Tuesday or Wednesday. So we're going to arrange for that to happen on Tuesday. When we asked what the actual charges were going to be, we were told uh, by the FBI agent that he, quote unquote, didn't know and that he wouldn't know until the magistrate signed off on the warrant. Now, they are telling us that I'm going to just be processed and then released on my own recognizance, that I will not be detained, I'll not be held overnight, um, and that then, of course, I will be uh, subject to whatever the magistrate decides to put on me. I don't know whether that will include a surrendering of my devices, because, again, we haven't seen the warrant. I don't know if that's going to include a surrendering of my weapons. I don't know if that's going to include any gag orders of any types. 
I don't know if that's going to include restrictions will. that will, will prevent me from traveling to D.C. because that's what usually happens with January 6th defendants. One of the first what things that they surprise. do is they prevent travel to D.C. What a surprise, Steve. What yes. a surprise. Yes, um, have exactly. you downloaded to the rest of the team so the work can continue? Have you downloaded what you know and what you're looking for and so the rest of the team can continue if you can't go in? We have multiple dead man switches. Okay, good. There's your answer for that. And by the way, dead man switch, uh, we know, Steve, he's not suicidal at all. Uh, <laughs> right. Not at all. And apparently can't hang himself with paper sheets. So uh, <laughs> he's got that going for him. Um, well, uh, please keep us informed. You have to surrender on Tuesday. I know the Blaze will have stories next week on this. Um, uh, is there any doubt in your mind? Because you were you were contacted by the Justice Department, what about six months after January six? Because you were there. That's correct. Yeah, they contacted me in July of twenty one. I did my first or my only FBI interview in August of twenty one. We were notified by the Department of Justice a month later, the week before Thanksgiving uh, in November of twenty one. We were told that I would be charged within the week at that at that time. And then they dropped off the map, and we didn't hear the, hear from them until uh, 20 months later, which was August of this year, when I got a subpoena, grand jury subpoena, for all of my January 6th videos. And what do, does your attorney think this is that that was about? <laughs> well, that was interesting because grand juries are not convened for misdemeanor charges. They're convened only for felony investigations. Now, that doesn't mean, because we don't know and they won't tell us anything, that maybe they just wanted my videos for uh, somebody else's investigation. Uh, or maybe it was uh, applicable to what they were looking at for me. And then there's no assurance that even though there was a grand jury looking at me or the videos that they will apply a felony account. Well, look, we can we can assure the world right now, because actually one of our guys right here is harvesting every second of me in the Capitol right now. Good. We're going to show we're going to show the world in advance long before this thing ever goes to trial or any such nonsense that obviously at any point, any time when I was on campus, there was never any violence, never any property damage. There was never any untoward behavior. I didn't wear Trump gear. I didn't parade. I wasn't carrying a flag. You didn't, you didn't stand the, on a bench, did you? God forbid. I did do that. I did do that. Oh yep. boy. There is a federal law against that. But, I know uh, there is. So I may have to, you know, I may have to plead down to bench standing, but the, uh, the but wait, the bottom, you did that not as a protester, as a journalist to get a bird's eye view, right? Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I did. I got up and away from the crowd and above the crowd so I could record what was going on in the room. And that was in the crypt uh, below the rotunda where I did that. And so the the uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting presentation well in advance of whatever the government is putting together, because we'll be able to lay it out, lay it out and show side by side that there were, you know, there were 60 other journalists that we are aware of that traveled through the same breached doors. And of course, I didn't arrive till after several hundred people were already in the Capitol. But there were 60 other journalists, many of those who, who in fact, went through those doors long before I did, or were at the very initial breach that have never been charged. It just really all comes down to, Glenn, who they were submitting their stories and their videos to at the time. And obviously, you know, uh, whatever whatever but their you, narrative was, if the headline of their story was as like the New Yorker story with Luke Mogelson, 
uh, among the insurrectionists, well, then he probably uh, got a get-out-of-jail-free card for that headline. Well, but wait a minute. You, but you you had your video with HBO. They're not necessarily a flag waver of the right. Yeah, they they licensed uh, they they licensed my videos. Uh, New York Times licensed my videos, uh, as as did many other news agencies around the world. But that was that was through my through my agency. Okay, so can I ask you just a couple of frank questions? We because we just really got to know each other recently, and and mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> are are you a hardened you know Nazi lover that is you know. I don't know. Burning crosses usually at lead night. conversations I, with this question. You, you're yeah, waiting this I know, long I to know, ask. I know. I, I, we <laughs> haven't gotten to I, our, I, are you a member of the Nazi party <laughs> part of our of our friendship yet. But uh, uh, Glenn, I usually get dinner and a couple drinks before I get asked yeah. questions like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, absolutely not. I am, uh, if you, if you, uh, analyze my politics, I am what I refer to as a pragmatic libertarian. And I have, uh, never had any associations with any militias, any three percenters, uh, any proud boys, oath keepers or otherwise. And I have, uh, basically kept to myself and kept uh, my musical career for most of my life as a trumpet player and a singer. And, and, uh, uh, my my journalism was my uh, side hustle, as they say, for 20, 25 years. And that uh, was accelerated when COVID came to town and I was not allowed to work in the music business for a year and a half. So I moved my journalism and my investigative uh, research into the uh, captain's chair of my life. And, and then January 6th happened. And so that became a, a primary focus of what I've been working on. Well, we are obviously going to be following uh, your story, and uh, every indication is is that exactly what you've said, and as you say, our team is there looking at all the video footage of you right now to make sure that uh, we have the story and can get it out, but also all of the other things that you're looking into. Can you give us a sneak peek on anything else that you're, you're working on for January 6th? Yeah, I can I can tell you that we are continuing our stories on the Capitol Police. Uh, there's a real focus there. In fact, I, I don't have a, a second's worth of hesitation to tell you that the story that we came out with last Thursday, Friday, uh, that directly showed Capitol Police cover up and corruption uh, at the highest level tr- probably triggered this action from the DOJ. And I don't mind go over that names. story for anybody who didn't see it. Yeah, the story was that a particular police officer who he, we have been covering uh, issued a uh, anonymous letter on Capitol Police letterhead back in May of 21. It was highly partisan, highly political, uh, major violation of the Hatch Act, major violation of uh, uh, the uh, Capitol Police rules and regulations for their officers. And he was prompted to write this letter it was a uh, political screed against the Republicans that were opposed to Nancy Pelosi's January 6th Select Committee. And as a result of uh, a prompting he got from Representative Raskin, of all people, uh, and uh, that was a situation where he took Raskin's uh, a prompting and went and created this letter and then also solicited help from the Capitol press pool 
And then he had actually some female reporters in the press pool uh, assist him in crafting this anonymous letter. And when this was released on May 19th and May 20th, uh, it was discovered the next day because this cop's not very bright. He used his Capitol Police email and he used Capitol Police printers <laughs> to print off hard copies. Uh, and so he was brought in for, and his investigation began the next day. And we revealed that not only did he initially lie about the, um, the action that he had taken using Capitol Police resources and time to craft a highly partisan political uh, anonymous letter misrepresenting the, the department, that this was what would be called a terminable offense. He should have been fired on the spot. There was a problem with that, though, Glenn. We're talking about Harry Dunn, the hero of January 6th, as the media has put forth. So rather than taking disciplinary action against him, the, uh, the Capitol Police spiked that report. They let him off with what they call a 534 warning, which means that was just a warning, just a slap on the wrist. Don't don't do that again, Harry. And he got by with it. So rather than being in a terminable event, he was um, uh, not uh, disciplined at all and therefore was allowed to testify in those Oath Keeper trials. And, of course, we know where that goes from there. So you see the connectivity there. Okay, we're talking. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, finish no, up. Just, just, just to finish that up, uh, one, one of, of the things that we've been able to do, and I've been able through sources over the last couple of years, is I do have and have been able to capture some um, internal communications between Oath Keeper leadership, and we know that they are livid over they in fact they they on on friday's report when i released the names involved harry dunn uh representative jamie raskin uh wendy wild i'm sorry uh whitney wild from cnn who participated in this uh, anonymous later letter when i put all this together and published that the chief counsel for the capitol police actually called me that twitter guy steve baker and uh <laughs> for releasing this information. And so we're, we're seeing, we're learning, we're knowing about these kinds of things that are happening and we know that they're upset. And his name is, uh, uh, Tad, uh, I think it's DiBiase or, uh, the bias or something like that. And he's the chief counsel. He's a former federal prosecutor, former attor- assistant U S attorney. And he works with the department of justice on these cases, uh, related to January 6th. And so we're pretty sure, uh, we don't have to we don't have to stretch this too far to imagine that this is probably what triggered this action against me after two and a half years. Steve Baker, investigative journalist, Blaze Media contributor, and now famously that Twitter guy. Um, thank you for everything. Uh, Steve, we're going to be following this obviously very closely and uh, good luck. Good luck. Stay safe, please. We'll do. Thank you, Glenn. You, got it. you bet. We'll yeah. keep your prayer in, in our prayers. Yeah, you know, Glenn. To it when when Steve would was covering this on January sixth, he didn't work at the police. He was an independent journalist. Yeah. And so, hang on, hold yeah. that thought because mm-hmm. I need to tell you quickly about Relief Factor, and then we're going to come right back to this because I've got a couple of other things to say too. Um, look, if you're tired of giving things up, everybody else around you is having a blast in their day, and like it's nothing because it used to be nothing for you, but now you hurt. I know what it's like to feel the pain, to look at the people around and wish you could feel like they do once again. You've tried one thing after another, and it doesn't seem like anything's working. You get frustrated and hopeless, quite honestly. That's where I was about five years ago at this exact time of year. I was going on vacation, 
And I said, honey, it, when I come back, I think I'm going to have to retire from radio and television because I can't do it anymore. I'm just in so much pain. And I just rather spend my time with my kids with, you know, the good times that, you know, I do feel well. And she said, try Relief Factor. I said, that's not going to work. I've tried everything. I've been to the Mayo Clinic. Now I'm going to try some, you know, natural, all natural relief, you know, daily supplement. And that's going to work. She said, please just try it. I did. I took it for two weeks. I was stubborn. I said, well, I, I don't know. I feel better, but I think it's, you know, I'm just having a good week because I've had the time off. I stopped taking it and the pain came roaring back. I started taking it again and it went away. I can learn. To, I'm learning to play the piano. I can paint again. My hands would not work without massive pain. Please try Relief Factor. 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. They have their feel better or your money back guarantee at ReliefFactor.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. As I was mentioning, Glenn, you know, Steve was a, an independent journalist when he did this. And the government has taken out tons of these people that were independent journalists and on site at the time. Of course. That had no, you know why? They had no visibility. They didn't have uh, anybody backing them. They they were yeah. alone. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons why I'm happy Steve is here at The Blaze is because, you know, this audience and this company has been able to at least have his back to make sure his stuff is seen. Um, because what what's happening to these people that don't have that visibility is they're just, they just being disappear. tossed and they just disappear. Yep. No one even knows. Yep. Um, so if you are the type of person who wants more of this journalism, wants these people protected, please, um, a great it's a great time if you if you can to support the Blaze. We have a an option of Blaze TV Plus, which gives you all the access to the video stuff plus all the news content that comes out. There's also a, an option if you maybe, maybe don't want to go that uh, much, just want to give some level of support. It's like three bucks a month yeah. to support uh, and get all the journalism that we're we're doing. Right. If you want the full package, it's Blaze TV Plus. You'll get thirty dollars off your annual subscription uh, at uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code Blaze. I'm sorry. Promo code is Glenn Plus and save thirty dollars. Um, it is vital. I don't think people really, truly understand what next year is going to be like. Mm. Um, the government is growing in surveillance, in power, um, in uh, their connections to be able to take. Now, people like me, I don't think people like me, uh, we're going to be around until there's an event. And just like Hong Kong. You know, when all of a sudden China rolled into Hong Kong, nobody noticed because everybody's eyes were on COVID. And that's what it'll take to take people like me out. However, people like Steve just disappear. And that's why we have gathered and put this umbrella of Blaze TV over it so we can expose, we can help the people that are doing the tough things. Please, if, if you believe in investigative reporting, uh, please join blazetv.com and get Blaze Plus. Back program. Uh, all right, Rough Greens. Juan wrote in about his dog's experience with Rough Greens. He says, Jojo is getting a little older, and he's been starting to slow down quite a bit lately. Oh, it kills me. Uno is having a hard time just walking down the front stairs now, and it just hurts to watch him. 
Ever since we started using Rough Greens, things are a little bit different. I see him bark and run. Now he's chasing the cat and jumping on the bed, whereas before he would just lay there. He seems a lot happier, too. I love my JoJo's. Thank you so much, Rough Greens. Um, Listen, Juan, I understand that's the way Uno was. And this Rough Greens, I think, gave him probably three or four years of really good quality life because he was slowing down before. And I didn't think so. I thought he was normal. Now, oh, my gosh, he started having Rough Greens three or four years later. Now he's older than all of my other German Shepherds were when they died. And he's still going. Folks at Rough Green are so confident your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. Do it now. And we encourage you to subscribe to Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn Plus. You'll save 30 bucks. Makes a good Christmas gift. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. So glad you have uh, joined us. There is a big thing going around now um, because the uh, military is doing in-city training here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area during the holidays. And people are freaking out going, oh my gosh, they're planning on taking over our cities. It, it's it's not FEMA camps. It's not. Uh, Jason Buttrill uh, is with us. He's my head researcher, also was formerly military intel, uh, and uh, and has a lot to say about this. You mock predictive programming? <laughs> Are you I, w- I will say that that is an actual thing, though. I, no, I, it is. I, I do think I that's agree. a thing. I do. Just not in this case. Yeah. Um, so I think, what was this like a few years ago? There was a big exercise all across South yeah. Texas where they yes. were just freaking out. And they were because they were driving military tanks and trucks and everything else across texas on the highways and everybody's like what's going on what's happening let me tell you this story i had a first-hand account to these exercises um if you would have saw this and would not have known you'd probably be freaked out yeah so true story i was military intelligence i was assigned to a recon sniper team uh when we deployed in an exercise getting ready for that we had a black hawk helicopter pick us up from camp pendleton uh, in the middle of the night, it's probably like around midnight, something like that, 1 a.m. That's San, that's San Diego, right? Uh, it's in between San Diego yeah, and LA. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they pick us up from Camp Pendleton. They fly us like as if it was an op. So minimal lights, everything. All over South, uh, across Southern California. We go to Los Angeles. We land on a high rise building. How cool is in, that? It was, I was like, I'm getting paid to do this. Yeah, I so cannot cool. believe yeah. it. We land on a high rise helipad. Um, we are in civilian clothes. We had our weapons with us with rubber ammunition for the sniper rifles, but they were broken down in duffel bags and backpacks. Wow. We then hiked down the, you know, stairs. The stairs. We went through the city. To another high rise where we had to ascend it and set up a urban, uh, what they call sniper hide. So it was a camouflaged urban setting uh, sniper position. And did you have to evade the building security or did they know? To this day, I don't know if they were in on it or not. I suspect they were, but they told us that there was going to be actors everywhere. So stay in character the entire time. Okay. So um, we set up this sniper position at the top of this high rise. We had a resort that was had gone out of business years before that was in on it, mm-hmm. and they had actors in this resort. It was like, so we're on the top of this uh, building. There's a freeway, uh, and then there's the resort. Mm-hmm. And then we had sniper targets 
inside the, the building. Wow. So our snipers then had to wait for like the go ahead and then actually fire these rounds, these rubber rounds over the freeway in the downtown Los Angeles Wow! and hit those targets at that resort. Now, if you're an outside advisor, what are you thinking is going? You actually see them fire. You see these civilian guys with these duffel bags. You're probably thinking, I don't know what you're thinking, especially if you saw the military helicopter land. Mm -hmm. Um, The reality of this is it's workups for deployments. Happens all the time. The only place to simulate an urban environment, you know, evading all that is in an urban environment. Yeah, and this happens in one or both of the Carolinas a lot. There's one town. What, what is the main uh, base for for the elite squads in the Carolinas? Do you remember? Well, there's a... Uh... Uh, well, there's the Camp Lejeune for the Marine Corps base, but there's also uh, Damneck, Virginia. I was stationed there for a while. But that, I don't that's remember. It's on, that's still Team 6. Okay, so there, I was at one of them. I can't remember where. And they just, they do this in their in the towns right around. And people don't necessarily know, but it is evade, capture, yeah. you know. Uh, and, you know, if people knew what our government was doing... They would freak out, but they shouldn't freak out because it is for urban warfare in other yeah, cities. Correct. However, uh, I can understand why people would see these things and freak out because nobody trusts the government anymore. But yeah. this is not unusual. No. Just so you know, it's not unusual. In, in fact, if you see it, they're probably deploying, de- de- uh, preparing directly for deployment. So that unit that's oh, flying that's around Dallas is probably about so to deploy. So the real... So the real story here is we're going to war oh, yeah, in that's Ukraine. That's what we take from this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's uh, there's something else. Let me play a promo uh, that is going to be starting here soon on social media. Uh, can you can you play this? Never before have our First Amendment rights, in particular the freedom of speech, been in such danger of extinction. The far left has gone into overdrive, quite frankly, using every single tool at their disposal to make sure that you don't have a voice. That's why I want you to join me at Glenn TV next year. We're going to do a series of uh, specials that is going to take place at the very spot where America first really understood how vital free speech is and open discussions. It's not only for the survival of our nation, but the survival of our homes and the survival of our family. We learned this lesson once before, and it happened right behind this door. Welcome home to Archie Bunker's place. In the 1970s, um, Norman Lear did a show called All in the Family, and it tackled topics on television that no other show would have even dared to touch. You see this? Now you're gonna let him in, and then you're gonna get rid of him really fast. Otherwise, you're both gonna be dead. It showed us how to have tough conversations with the people that we love. Don't be stupid, ain't you never heard of Medicure? (laughs) (laughs) It's Medicare. And I saw a documentary about it on television. The way it works out, it only pays for 42%. The rest comes out of the old people's pockets. It showed that Americans, even complete opposites, aren't afraid of a little free speech. President, after all, is only a man. Right, and he's in the wrong job. <laughs> is that what you said to me in that letter? Give me that, give me that. A what are you doing? A pipsqueak like you. You have the nerve to insult the commander-in-chief. That's my return address on there. Glenn TV airs 
from Archie Bunker's house. I'll see you right here, right after the new year on Glenn TV. Merry Christmas. So, uh, Gavin McGinnis was on the set this week and, uh, he, he came in, he was doing one of the shows and he came in and he's like, this, this, you had this rebuilt, uh, you've had an, uh, an exact copy made. I said, no, no, that's the real one. He's like, as somebody who's fiscally responsible, I disagree. <laughs> um, but it is because it's such an important piece of American history. Um, and I don't think those clips do this justice at all. Um, Norman Lear was the guy who brought politics into TV. We think, and he is, but it was already there. It was just like, you know, dragnet really the LAPD is clean. (laughs) The FBI under at the time under J Edgar Hoover, really? They're all buttoned up and never break the law. Really? Right. Norman Lear was just more raw about it, but I've been watching all in the family now for the last year and watching all of the episodes and they were arguing about exactly the same things that we argue about now. Meathead was a Marxist. He was arguing. I always thought he was liberal because I watched it when I was a kid. I always thought he was liberal. No, he was, he's arguing Marxism. Archie is a bigot, but at the time when you watch that, many people had grandparents who were just like that. Okay. And it did. We could laugh at it, but we could also see that's not right. And the way I remember all in the family, if you were a liberal, you could watch it and you could shout for meathead. Um, but if you were a conservative, you could laugh at it at at Archie because he was a stereotype of people that you knew. You know what I mean? And you could learn and you could come. And it was a it was an end. It was it was steam release. It was a pressure release. We now are being shouted down by people like Rob Reiner. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Well, that's what. Archie used to say, when did Rob Reiner become Archie Bunker? So our first episode is going to use this set. And I'm working on a series on on uh, all in the family. And that's why I bought the set that and I want to preserve it. Um, But uh, I'm working on a series. But this is one episode where we're going to talk about freedom of speech. Yeah, this is happening so rapidly over the past few weeks, really. Um, I always get my hands on these crazy UN documents and it's always backed up by something that's directly happening in the United States as we speak. Um, you, 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 t- you saw the uh, CTIL Schellenberger files, oh, yeah. I'm sure. Um, I dug into that at the deepest level. But at the same time, I found things that were going on at the UN at the international level. Mm-hmm. And the combination of the two, Glenn, mm-hmm. is frightening. Absolute frightening. And the first thing that popped into my mind was this is probably the year where they're going to do a direct assassination attempt on the First Amendment. 2024. We'll look back if they are successful and say that was the year. That's when it happened. What better way to present that than a Glenn chalkboard in the all in the family dining room? That's what I thought. 
It's going to happen. So that is happening January 3rd, I think, is the Wednesday. January 3rd, when we come back. Today is our last broadcast, uh, and uh, then we come back January 3rd. And it is a Wednesday, isn't it, that we return Wednesday. uh, Wednesday. And so it'll be a Wednesday night TV special that you do not want to miss. And it is the appropriate thing to start with, quite honestly, because um, as Jason said, freedom of speech is under attack, and this might be the year, 2024. I will tell you that 2024 is going to be um, the year that all of us need to be our absolute best selves, mm. that we have to be in line with God and shod our feet in uh, the gospel of peace, uh, have the helmet of salvation. I mean, full armor of God next year. We have to know who we are. We have to know our constitution. We have to know what's worth standing up for and uh, what's just nonsense and don't get involved. We have to know who our neighbors are. Um, Next year is going to decide whether the republic survives or not. Next year, I believe, could be wrong, and I hope I am. But by this time next year, we may know the answer to Ben Franklin's statement. Mr. Franklin, what did you give us? A republic, if you can, if you can keep it. Yeah. We will know, I think, by this time next year. So um, it's not going to be a downer next year. I, I think next year is going to be very, very empowering to people. And uh, I am working with... Uh, several people who are at this point still unnamed uh, that uh, I'm working on some things that I think is going to be a, of great service uh, for you to make it through the year. So thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Yep. That starts uh, Wednesday, January 3rd on our return. Something that I am putting absolutely under the tree uh, for all of the kids and grandkids and, uh, and uh, uh, nephew uh, under the tree is Tuttle Twins, the Tuttle Twins books. History, there is a story in the Washington Post today about how, I can't believe the Washington Post did this, how uh, if you look at our Boston Tea Party in the Post today, it was terrorist attack. No, it wasn't. Do you have any idea what our founders did on that ship? Any idea? Any idea? If I have time, I'm going to rant about this yet today before we get off, but it just pisses me off. You need to know real history. Tuttle Twins makes it really, really easy for your kids and you to learn history. Giving your kids the Tuttle Twins history books is a great way to teach them why why America happened, and what was the real result. Tuttle Twins, giving a huge discount on their history books in honor of the Boston Tea Party's big anniversary that's happening on December 16th, or was happening on December 16th. What date is it? Um, Ensuring your children are educated in history is up to you. If you you don't have the books yet, get them. They also have bundles of all kinds of books. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. The sale ends tomorrow. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I'm so glad that you've tuned in today. Thank you so much for uh, putting up with me, putting up with us, uh, and uh, and allowing us to do what we do. And uh, I hope this year has been good for you, that you feel you've gotten value out of what we have produced. Uh, we are currently working hard on next year, and we have some exciting things coming up for the Glenn Beck program and the Glenn Beck universe uh next week or next year and we'll we'll be uh beginning that uh, soon did you did you by any chance see in the show prep today by the way if you don't get my daily show prep you need to uh we have so many stories in there we just don't have time to talk about but they're they're all really important it's all edited by me and my staff and you can get it every day it's free at glenbeck.com look for the Glenbeck newsletter. Do you see that Mark Zuckerberg has a hundred million dollar Hawaii compound uh, that he is building? Uh, you know, they call us conspiracy freaks and uh, and say we're preppers and preppers get a bad name. He has uh, a new compound on Kauai that will have more than a dozen buildings with two central mansions connected to a tunnel in both of them that connect to a 5,000 square foot underground shelter with escape hatches. Hmm. So, uh, hmm. Why would you, uh, I love this too. Uh, it's a secret project. It's not a secret. It's in the news. Right. It's right here. I'm reading it. I, I think people want to misunderstand secret projects, but, uh, tell me, what does he know? My grandfather used to say right before the Depression or after the Depression that if we had known what the rich people had known, maybe we would have been better off. But they knew and we were so far behind. And, you know, while we were still buying, they were pushing out and selling uh, and they got rich because they acted before. Um, please. Please. Uh, what do the rich people know? I don't know. He's preparing for something. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should as well. The Glenn Beck Program. This Christmas season, you're doing all your holiday shopping. I want you to consider adding something to your list. Uh, it's for somebody you've never met. In fact, it's somebody nobody's ever met. Somebody that is unborn. It's an unborn child. Consider giving him or her the gift of life. By donating to the Ministry of Preborn. And this is something also that you can do for 28 bucks and then put it in somebody else's name and let them know that you are saving a life under their name. This is so great. Um, the left is ramping up next year as we're going to be talking about some of the things the left is doing in abortion that is just so evil. Um, this audience has done so much to save the lives of babies in this last year. If you have 28 bucks, would you dial pound 250, say the keyword baby and give the gift of life? It's pound 250, keyword baby. This is at preborn.com slash Glenn. You can read all about them on their website, preborn.com slash Glenn. They have a 100% charity rating, and this message is sponsored by Preborn. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. 
Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. sick freak welcome to the program we have done a lot uh this year with you um i want to go over some of the biggest segments that we have done on both radio and tv over the last year um and i'm going to be posting these over the next week uh as we come to the end of 2023 what were the biggest things that caused the biggest stirs on this program We'll begin in 60 seconds. First, when I trust a company to do what it says it's going to do, I have a good reason. I don't put my faith in, you know, just any old company. We really do our homework here. And if it's a product that I can use, I always use it before I decide whether or not uh, I like it. And I want to represent it to you. CarShield is one of those companies. If you have a protection plan from CarShield, panic becomes peace of mind when that little check engine light goes on. They have your your butt covered, covering repairs for more than 5,000 parts from alternators to the big ticket things like transmissions. There's no long-term contract. Uh, it, they're affordable monthly payments. And the best part is it's a price that will never go up once you lock it in. So you'll say you're paying $100 a month for this, you know, um, I, I, I look at it as medical insurance for your car. I brought my truck in. Uh, I had something bad go wrong with my truck, and I got to the place, and they said, okay, it's $7,000. And I said, what? The truck wasn't even worth $7,000. I said, what? And I thought they were going to ask me for a check, and they said, oh, no, 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 no. Car Shield covered it. And I was like, oh, no, of course they I felt like I was getting away with something. I just got in the truck and drove away real quick. Uh, Car Shield. It has saved my bacon many times. Please get coverage from Car Shield. 800-227-6100. Save $20 on your plan. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. Alrighty then. Well, <clears throat> what are the what are the memorable moments to you, Stu, for the uh, for the year? Um, things that we talked about maybe that stood out to you that's a great question um i don't off the top of my head uh i mean i mean think about october 7th and what happened in the aftermath of that right that's maybe being the defining moment of the year of the year for the globe so Um, that is one of the top three okay one of the top three um let me give you uh not in you know order of one two three let me give you the top three things that we talked about uh, on our podcasts, radio, and television this oh, year. Mm-hmm. Probably, um, well, let me just do this. Number three uh, is end times being fulfilled. And it was with Max Licato. Hmm. 
let's play uh, option one, please. Max Lucado, End Times Prophecy. If you didn't think World War II was the possibility of Christ returning, I don't know what was wrong with you, uh, except maybe you had read enough of the Bible to go, there's not enough, you know, to say it. it's this time. We've got Gog and Magog, Magog. for the very first time <laughs> uh, conspiring against evil, yeah. I mean, against Israel. Yeah. I mean, are, are, is, I mean yeah. nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody but knows. But doesn't it, it, it looks. Brother Glenn, <laughs> it, I mean, all the players are in place. Okay, so the big thing, the big difference between right now and even World War II is the existence of the Israel. state of Israel. Right. I mean, that's the prophecy. Nobody. I, I'm sympathetic with some student of prophecy from 200 years ago who says, "Well, this is never going to happen. How in the world could the Jews ever repopulate the nation of Israel? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the greatest miracle. Mm-hmm. And so that that miracle, that sign, it seems to me, Glenn." Announced that we're in the final, the final days, because so many things. Israel has to be a nation for many of the prophecies to be fulfilled, namely the reconstruction of the temple, and so there has to be a national Israel in order for many of these things to happen. Well, now it it, it wasn't there two hundred years ago, three hundred years ago, four hundred years ago, but it's there right now, and so I think. The, the the discussion of what we're seeing on the world stage is a discussion that we need to have both politically but even more important spiritually because something is happening here that has never happened in any generation in history. I don't know when Christ is returning. I don't. Mm-hmm. No one knows. Yeah. But we are told to look for the signs. In fact, Jesus was critical of those religious leaders he said you see red sky at morning you know it's dawn but here i've given you sign after sign and you have not watched and so there's a there's an expectation that in addition to viewing what's happening geopolitically we have to interpret it spiritually i will tell you that i've said so many times here recently you know when the bible was being put together it's not like it's not like god said you know the Jesus part, we went all soft. Let's go out with a bang. You know, let's freak everybody out in the last <laughs> book of the Bible. He didn't do that. He gave that to us so we would not be freaked out. Mm. He gave it to us so we'd look and we'd know and we'd know mm. that great change is coming. Yes. yes. Right? Yes. He did these things not to scare us, but, but to prepare us. He right. told us these things so that we would not panic. See to it that you are not troubled, Jesus said, the night before his crucifixion. And then in the Olivet Discourse or the sermon about end times, Jesus said in Luke 21, lift up your eyes, your redemption draws near when you see these things coming. So rather than panic, which nobody faults anybody for their anxiety these days, but knowing what's next prepares us to face what's now. And if we can know what's next, if we can begin to get a semblance of what's about to happen, then I believe that's a, that allows us to land at a spot that says, okay, God said something like this was going to happen. I'm going to look up. I'm going to make sure my relationship with him is solid, and I'm going to pray 
I'm going to pray, and I'm going to lean heavily into God's Word for help. So that is, uh, that is one of the top three. Now, see if you have anything, if you, if you can see what's, you know, everything is uh, racing towards in, in the top three. Uh, number two is exactly what you said, Stu, uh, which is the October 7th. And this was the air date of October 11th. And I had Dave Rubin and Ben Shapiro on. Here's uh, option one. Here's uh, cut one uh, from the real reason Hamas attacked Israel. What we saw was filth all over the world, even as the dead were still lying in the streets. The Democratic Socialist of America marched for the terrorists in New York. Others marched in Chicago, Australia, and on and on. Massive groups, cities all over the world, they celebrated the terrorists in Australia. They said, chanting, gas the Jews. Do they not know the context? Are they stupid? Or are they dangerous and evil themselves? But here's what they're celebrating. I don't think we have a full grasp on how many hostages Hamas took back into Gaza. But here is one woman that was taken to the people now celebrating Hamas in the streets, to the people sitting in their ivory towers at the UN, the people on CNN or on MSNBC, Look at her pants. Look at her pants. Don't turn your eyes. How often do you think the back of her pants have been soaked in blood? Was that prior to this? Another woman dragged away by Hamas as she cries and pleads for help. We have no idea yet what came, became of her. Hostages were taken by the truckload, including children. Hamas terrorists went home to home, slaughtering every innocent they could. This entire family was executed in their home. Some of the captives were paraded down the street and then executed. One Israeli family saw Hamas execute their daughter. Listen to this as one of her siblings tries to understand what is happening. And then the look of absolute terror as the barbarians come inside. Saying, there's no chance my sister will come back inside. Why, Mom? Not coming back. The mother trying to sh- cover her children from the gun. Brutal, really brutal thing to watch. Um, and one of the most, uh, you know, I that's why I kind of picked it. As the number one, just thinking of it. Share this with anyone and ask them the question. What kind of society would you build if you glorified this? That's the rest of the clip you were saying. It's, I mean, long-term impact uh, in the whole world. Mm-hmm. I mean, that may be the big story. Yeah. And honestly, the first one kind of tied into it. 
What the one you just the, the Max clip I think ties into it in a weird way as well. It does. Let me play one more clip from this episode. By the way, this is the episode that got us uh, shut down on Instagram. Okay, this episode wow. is the one that because of that monologue, they said that I was glorifying death and terror groups or something like that. Um, here's what Dave Rubin said on that episode. This is what is the attempted second Holocaust period. What side would Hitler be on right now? What side would the Nazis be on right now? What would Nazis be doing if they had the choice, if they had the ability to do it? How about raping women next to their dead husbands? How about stealing girls and bringing them back to, to Glenn, I have seen things. I I have a friend in Israel who has sent me things that have not made it to social media yet. I have sent, I've seen things that leave me, I mean, there aren't words. You say there aren't words, there are not words for this. And this this is medieval barbary. And we can either decide as a Western world that we will stand up against it or not, because for anyone, and I'm, by the way, you know, Glenn, you and I are both very libertarian in a lot of ways. And that means that we do care about America's borders first, and we care about America first, and we want a budget that makes sense and a foreign policy that makes sense. But if you think for one second that if they take out the 8 million pesky Jews who live in the state that's the size of New Jersey, if they kill all of them and Hitler, right? There's not one Jew been living in Gaza, by the way. They don't, they don't want anything to do with Gaza. They disengaged from Gaza in 2005. There's a Gazan border with Egypt. Egypt is blowing apart the border because they don't want their Palestinian quote unquote brothers. All of this being said, if you think that if they wipe out all the Jews, that somehow this will end the problem, then you just have to look what's going on in Dearborn, Michigan. You just have to look at the rallies that are happening well, in Dublin, Ireland, and, and New York City, and everywhere else. And do you think they're gonna go, okay, we got rid of the Jews, uh, let's pack it up. No, no, game game on. So <clears throat> that's, that's three and two in our top 10 list. I'm gonna do a show, and I'm gonna play all of these clips. Uh, I'll post it out online and on Blaze TV. But that's three, and the last one was number two. So what's number one? Because they all tie together. What was the most watched of anything that I have done this year? It shocked me. I'll share it with you next. When you call Goldline, which you should, and I recommend you do it sooner rather than later, preferably today, here's what you're going to get. Advice, solid advice from people who know a lot more about how to invest a portion of your portfolio into precious metals than I do. Advice on how to build a hedge against insanity. I just unveiled the Lincoln commemoratives, which are a result of my collaboration with Goldline. These uh, these coins are tributes to a legend bringing Abraham Lincoln back into the limelight and a specific look and an honor of the covenant. The covenant is is what Abraham Lincoln did at Gettysburg. And it changed the war. And that's something we've talked about a lot on this program this year. Uh, It's what we all have to do. Renew the covenant in our country and renew it in our own lives. Here's an unbeatable opportunity. When you purchase a box of the 250 of the new Lincoln quarter ounce gold coins, you're going to receive a one ounce gold legal tender bar card at no additional cost. That's over $2,500 in value. And you're getting two of my most famous designs with Goldline. This is not just an investment. It's embracing a legacy. Don't just witness history, own a part of it. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. Claim your share of American greatness or visit goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. 
Okay. Um, in April, I gave a speech. I got off the plane. It was in Virginia. And I gave a speech. And it was something that just came off. I felt compelled to say it. It wasn't anything I prepared. And it was the most watched of anything that I have done. Um, I felt compelled to share it, even though I look like crap because I just got off a plane. Um, and I felt compelled to share it. And I was shocked at how it connected to people. And this is the number one. This is the number one most watched thing. Option two, please. Two weeks ago just ended last Friday, and I, I'm not sure yet, because while I knew I had to show up, and he got a little mushy with me and is like, you figure it out. Um, and I think what he's telling me is something that I have prayed for for a long time. Uh, I think he's releasing me from my calling, my calling to warn. There's a new calling coming, and it is hope. Yes. Yes. All those that could hear the warning have heard the warning. It's time now to join with people and focus. He wins. I don't know what that means for us, but he wins. He, he has us. The one thing I got in those last two weeks is, I know you, I got you, I got you, let it go. You know, when, when Satan, you know, comes up to uh, the Lord, it's not like the Lord is like, oh, I'm going to meet Satan again today. You know? You're dismissed. You're dismissed. Get out of here. That's all he has to say. We have to say, because we're not God, in the name of Jesus Christ, Get out. Get out. And we need to do that more because that's what we're fighting. We are not fighting Republicans or Democrats. We are not fighting our friends and our neighbors, even the people who are trying to destroy us. That's not who we're fighting. We are fighting the spirit of the Antichrist. Yes. We are fighting evil. Yes, we are. And that's the only answer I can come up with when you actually look at what's happening to our country and how hypnotized people are. I never understood how light wouldn't understand dark, that the two sides wouldn't understand each other, that you'd be so separated that you could not truly understand the other side. Yeah. Well, we're here. Yeah. And the reason why is because Satan is chaos and confusion. Yes. The yes. Lord is clear. Yes. Yes. Satan causes confusion and chaos. This world is confused and in chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Depart in That's the name right. of Jesus yeah. Christ. That's the number one. So, number three, Israel. Number two, is this looking like the end times? And number three, I mean, sorry, and number one, have faith. Have faith. God's got us. I think many shows, many places, would emphasize the darkness 
And maybe darkness would be the chaos, the confusion, the blood, all of that stuff would be the number one. Even even the message of are we in are we headed towards Armageddon is 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 are these the end times? But you notice that that's not the way Nat Max Lucado or I phrase that. This is not to scare you. This is to prepare you so you're prepared and not shocked and not living in fear when these things happen. There is a message of real hope. Uh, I, I will tell you, my job is very complex. We are juggling cats, chainsaws, bowling balls, and 14 children all the time. And two of them are teenagers. Um, and we are constantly juggling that and trying to walk the line to give you what you need and not bum you out. And I know I do that from time to time or probably a lot. Um, but also give you hope without being saccharine sweet and just full of crap in our pants. Um, next year is going to be so important and so delicate I ask that you would listen with your ears, your mind, your heart, your spirit next year. Um, But we are focusing on not just the problems, but also solutions and hope next year. Because there is, our God is much larger than man's problems. The Glenn Beck Program. My pillow is a problem solver. If you've ever slept on a my pillow, you know that. But they've also solved towels now. You want a soft, soft towel that's super absorbent and in your budget. My pillow now has two lines of my towels for you to try. They're made with amazing ring spun cotton, which makes them super absorbent and soft. You can get a six-piece towel set now for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98 with my promo code BECK. You can also get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, it's a 50% savings. You also get free shipping, no minimum spend required, but today is the last day to get that free shipping so you can have them by Christmas. To find this offer, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square, and check out the new My My Towel six-piece towel set. Get 50% in savings. Remember, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117 for the special and many, many more at MyPillow.com. At some point in the next couple of weeks, you're going to need a last-minute Christmas present. Might I recommend blazetv.com slash Glenn. The code is Glenn+. We have so many cuts from uh, the top ten moments from last year. uh, And we've got way late today, but I, I want to put them together. Um, uh, for you to uh, be able to watch and be able to listen to because they're, it tells us uh, a little something about us um, and what we are, what we're really following. Uh, kind of unlike uh, Chris Cuomo. Uh, I don't, I don't, did you see that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lemon. Uh, Don, Don Lemon? Don Lemon. 
He's like, I'm listening to Ben Shapiro now. Yeah. Are you, Don? <laughs> Are you really? Uh, and Chris Cuomo, uh, he just did something on October 7th, um, on the footage on October 7th. Do we have that? That's cut two. This is Chris Cuomo on his show talking about, uh, on his News Nation show, recapping what he saw on a private screening of October 7th footage. And uh, he didn't. I understand the sensitivity of the families. I understand the concern that if you don't want to believe that October 7th happened, well, then it doesn't matter what you see. But I do believe for many, for many, that there's an aspect of this that I don't think we appreciate. I realized something that I had missed before, okay? It took me immediately and deeply into a past trauma. The exact feeling that I had when I learned why 9-11 happened. Terrorists targeted the Twin Towers and Washington DC to take out the great symbols that represent America. The method was not madness. They were sane, they were just evil. But the method was a message. Their unholy efforts triggered what Americans feared most. Terrorists robbing us of who and what we are about at home. So, if an enemy wanted to make sure that Israel would come for them, the message would be, we're going to take children, women, innocence, and more, tie them up and burn them alive, just like the Holocaust. The ultimate fear of what the world can bring the Jews way. When a decision is made that Jews are less than human and treated that way in words and deeds, I now know that is exactly the message Hamas sent on purpose. Okay, stop. You have a mug, Stu. Uh, Chris Cuomo is an awful. Uh, Andrew Cuomo is awful. Chris Cuomo is worse. Okay, Both yes, at right. dot okay, com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, he's, uh, you know, look, he's come a long way from show me in the Constitution where it says you have to be peaceful. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. So was that, was that CNN's effect on him? Has he, is this, I was out of a job and I better... Uh, I better change my point of view. What is this? I think the fundamental defining characteristic of Chris Cuomo is not that he was ever liberal. It's that he wants a lot of attention. So I think that... Would you ever do a show with him? I would love to watch one an episode of you uh, doing kind of like I do with my sit-downs mm. where you were not saying, you know, hey, I'm your buddy, but you just asking the tough questions about all the things because you have... You wrote the book on his bad side. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'd like you to never it? think of him again. It would yeah, honestly be my preference. But um, we actually did invite him on the show at one point, and he, of course, you know, didn't want to come on. This is years ago now. Yeah, um, but it might be different now. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a desperation mm-hmm. involved. Um, but I think that's kind of what he is. Like he's a he he really, you know, there's a Geraldo in him. Yes, you know yeah. what I mean. He just wants yeah. everyone to be talking about him. Yeah. He wants to be the center of attention. So. I think there's a, like he did this with, you see this interview he did with the uh, Tourette's influencer? Oh, no, he didn't. Yeah. Did you see it? You didn't see this? So he, On him, with him? Yeah. Is, is she the blonde? Uh, I think she's blonde. Yeah. She, she I, I follow her. 
I've I've wanted to reach out, and I thought, nah, I don't want to be a circus show. So of course, Chris did. But I love her. I oh, love really? her. Well, that was not Chris's take. Chris, I think again, I don't know the whole back. I don't watch Chris's show to be fair. Uh, but I did see this clip, and he seems to refer to it in, in a clip where he um, he thought she was an actress or oh, something. Geez, like she thought she was beat. faking it. You know, you see what you. You sometimes see in people what you are. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. Do you have the clip? You should do the interview with him. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, here's the uh, clip. This is from his show on News Nation. What do you want people to learn? Um, I want people to learn that um, Tourette's is, neuro- is a neurological involuntary motor and vocal disorder. <laughs> fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. Um, I don't tick 24-7, and there's a lot of... <laughs> Little baby weenies, fuck off. Fuck you, Chris. There's a lot of things that people don't understand. Like, he's laughing. People think that cussing is is with everyone who has Tourette's syndrome, but it's only in 10% of people with Tourette's. And how has it been as you've gotten more famous? Do you believe that people are understanding better or are they dopes like me who think you're acting? God. I say it's. Stop, I say it's. Stop! I can't watch it. Worst. He's the worst. See, I, I, he's I, the worst. What's the I point watched, of doing an interview with a guy like that? Honestly, uh, the first video I saw about two minutes into it, I because I saw it and I thought, if she is faking this, this is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Mm. And you get about a minute and a half, and you're like, oh no, this is real. And she is so sweet. Her mom and dad are so great. Her brother is amazing, and she mm. she is so brave to go online and make these videos because, you know, Chris Cuomo's of the world. Um, but I'm glad he's changed his mind on her. I, I She gives me hope. I follow a bunch of people that have really, in some ways, the average person would go, they have no reason to uh, have any hope. And they're just the bravest people you've uh, I've ever seen out there. That's and they're, do, do you have you seen the guy who is handicapped, who is uh, preaching, and he says, hey, "It's time to pray." I want to pray for you now. I'm not. No. Oh, he is great too. There's uh, look this holiday season for people that are. Uh, I fo- I follow some of them, so you can get some of them for my Instagram, but. Um, I, I just like, at the end of the day, if I've had a bad day, I'll go on Instagram and I'll just watch inspirational things. You know, weed out all the other crap. Just watch some inspirational things. There are some people that will just make you feel so good um, because they're so good. And I think she's one of them. I just love her. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I'm now I'm bummed I didn't, I didn't reach out for an interview for her because. Yeah, he didn't edit it, by the way. We edited the clips. So he, he let all the F-bombs go because, of course, you know, again, it's about I, his attention. Yeah, no, but I think I might do that, too, because it's 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 so raw. You see what yeah. I watch. I watch and I think she has everything going for her, everything going for her, except living in a world that is like, OK, freak, I can't deal with that. You know it's, what I mean? I mean, and it's hard. Look, it's hard. It's hard for everybody. It's oh, I know. obviously really hard for her. But like at one point you, you mentioned like he looks like he's kind of like smiling, almost like smirking at her comments. And it's like, I don't know what else you what else do you do in that moment? It's like someone saying something to you that's completely but inappropriate. If, you know, you, you he's not 
you know you almost have to acknowledge to the audience like i know this is a little bit different like you almost so, have to so richard paul evans he has tourette's mm-hmm. and, and he's f- had a million interviews with us but never sounded like that well because that's not the way it manifested right. in him he said his biggest problem is he wants to spit in the face of famous people and I have to remind him all the time, I'm not that famous. <laughs> um, but he said to me one time we were in an interview and I said, are you all right? And, you know, he was talking about something. He seemed to get a little lost or something. I said, are you all right? And he said, I cannot tell you how much strength it is taking not to spit in your face. And I said, brother, half the country would cheer for you. Yeah. Um, and have shared that exact thought. Yeah. I know. You know? <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the least. The least that's the thought. bottom <laughs> rung of that ladder. All right. Uh, back in just a second. First, let me tell you about Preborn. Ministry of Preborn is doing more right now to help champion the cause of life than just about anybody out there. And I know there's some really good people working, but I love these guys. Um, they, they save children from abortion um, and they do it I think the right way. First, they use modern technology. They use ultrasounds. Uh, For $28, you can buy an ultrasound for a woman who is thinking about abortion. You double the chance mom picks life if she hears the heartbeat and sees the baby. Okay. Then uh, they also take mom. They take care of mom and the baby, diapers, car seats, counseling, uh, books. They, I mean, they have, uh, you know, a clothing section there for the moms and it's all new stuff. It's not used. It, I mean, it's really, it's a place of love. If you would like to put some of your hard earned money, uh, into something really good this year, dial pound two fifty. say the keyword baby, that's pound two fifty. keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash back. That's preborn.com slash back. 100% charity rating sponsored by Preborn. My final message of the year. Next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I have, um, for many years, had a different look at the holidays once I sobered up. Uh, And I realized that whether we know it or not, um, the holidays are are put in order, I think, um, blessedly in the right order. We always get to to New Year's and we never hold our New Year's resolution because we don't understand the first two holidays. The first two holidays— Thanksgiving humbles us enough to be thankful for what we have, to be really, truly thankful and humble. And when you're really humble, you're down on your knees where you can see baby Jesus in the manger. But the baby isn't the point of Christmas, really. It's the Easter message. What he came for was redemption. You can start your whole life all over again, and you can do it with his help and only with his help. And when you understand that, then your New Year's resolution is easy. You can change your whole life that fast. So I wanted to leave you with a message, and I I just want to read as much as I can here in the time we have from Joshua Ray Walker. He's a singer, and he said, "Uh, my doctors have found localized cancer in my colon, and I'll be undergoing surgery to remove part of my colon on January 3rd. Luckily, we found it early, and it's likely I'll make a full recover 
Uh, it's great news, but I'll have to take a few months off after the new year. I had the idea of thank you for listening for a while, but it's definitely been colored by what's happening in my life through the process of creating it. What started as a simple thank you to my fans ended up having much deeper meaning, including my mortality. But this is no way is a goodbye. I'm going to fight with everything I have. And I just ask you for your patience and, and uh, um, thoughts and prayers during this time. I can't believe what I've been able to accomplish because of your support. That's what this song is about. Thank you for listening. We'll all get through everything together. I heard that this morning. I read this this morning. And it is exactly the message I want to give to you. I can't believe what we've been able to accomplish because of you. I can't believe that a kid that grew up in Mount Vernon, Washington, a little town, first, first son of a baking family in five generations not to go into baking, but to have this crazy idea and to do it, and to be able to communicate with you at this time and see how you internalize it, I can't thank you enough. So I'm going to let Joshua Ray Walker speak those words for me as the last words on my broadcast for 2023. Thanks for listening to all my sad songs. Thanks for loving me when I sing the words wrong. Makes the bad times not seem so long. Thanks for listening. Put a bit down on the dry fire Cause God made me with some crossed wire Would have been singing in an angel choir Thanks for listening Who'd have known I'd stick around this long by listening to the words in all my songs If this were my final curtain call I'd have no regrets at all We were drinking in graveyards Sneaking off kissing in my friend's car Playing our guitars outside the bars. Thanks for listening. You might have seen me on your TV. They even let me on the Grand Old Aubrey. If you'd have told me, I'd have never believed. Thanks for listening. Who'd have known I'd stick around this long By listening to the words in all my songs If this were my final curtain call I'd have no regrets at all But most of all 
Thanks for listening to all my sad songs. Thanks for loving me when I sing words wrong. Makes the bad times not seem so long. Thanks for listening.